0: Good morning, and welcome to the Social Collectives Podcast. This is episode 38. On today's show, we have Tina Cross of McCabe's Printing. The conversation's already going on, so let's I jump know, right in.
1: Those notes are a good, like, you know, roadmap for you. I think that's kind of a good metaphor for what happens with people in marketing. Right. Right? right. So, so what, what do you specialize in, Tina?
2: We specialize in all types of printing and marketing to help you promote your business and run your business. We also do a lot of personal printing for people who have published books, which has become a really popular thing since the pandemic started. And we've done a lot of paper-bound books, and we're getting ready to get a new piece of machinery and that's going to allow us to do hardcover books as well. Oh, wow. Very that's soon. really cool. Yeah. Ah, that's so, right. How long have you guys been in business? So McCabe's Printing Group was founded in 1980 by oh, Kevin wow. McCabe. I have not worked there that long, but I've been in printing since 1980. Okay. Wow. And um, I actually purchased it in December of 2018. Wow. That's amazing. So I'm sure you've seen just a few
1: changes since 1980 in the marketing <laughs> game.
2: Um, definitely. When I started, we I did gra- graphic design was not graphic design. We were typesetters, mm. and I actually had an iTech Quadratech 1200 or something like that that I used that had about 12 manuals with it. The type came out in a long strip. It had to go through a processor. It had to be put through a waxer. We had pasteboards. I pasted everything up by hand. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's a lot different than it is now. Oh, for sure. Is there anything that still works today
1: that was working in 1980? Granted, the technology around producing it is different, but anything that you think stands the test of time as a printed
2: marketing tool? Um, Definitely the offset printing process um we now have digital printing but with offset printing we can do larger runs and still save people more money on larger runs of printing so there's a lot a lot to be said for having offset there's a lot of good things with it so. huh.
0: wow okay so, so
1: pretend oh, I'm sorry go ahead. no no, no.
0: Right. I-, I was just I was you've I mean 1980 and you've been involved with the printing industry since
2: then. That's, that's, that's. I also spent about 12 years working for a trade association where I purchased the printing. So (laughs) I've been on both sides.
0: Well, that's great. That's great. Gives you a lot of insight in terms of what's going on within the industry.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah. So I was asking about the things that still work because with you having been in the industry so long, there are just some staples, I think, to marketing that stand the test of time. You get them differently, but they still work. So for someone who's not in marketing and doesn't know what offset means, what does that mean for your client who is, you know, uh, completely new to uh, getting print
2: marketing? What does that mean? Okay. So if someone comes to us and they want to have a magazine printed, say a 60 page magazine, and they want 18,000 copies, I'm not going to print it digitally for you because With digital presses, you have to pay per click, and it doesn't go down no matter how many you order. With an offset press, you put ink on it, you make plates, and then it's just a matter of running the job and then doing the bindery work and just putting it all together into a magazine. So it saves you money at the end. So that's what we do. We try to guide people to make the best decisions for what they need. Excellent. I love that. What is a newest trend that you've seen that you really are excited about when it comes to these types of marketing materials? So a lot of people are doing things for trade shows. That's a big thing right now. And we really want to try to help them come up with giveaway items and things that are different. We have purchased, we started out with one digital die cutter, and we now have two, and that means we do not any longer have to give you something that you can hand out that is a rectangle or a square. We can make it in any shape that you want. We can make it in the shape of of a, a duck. We can make it in the shape of a tree, whatever you want, so it's great. We can do that with stickers as well. People are doing a lot of vinyl stickers now, and I think a lot of businesses are letting people put their stickers up, so... It's kind of neat when we go somewhere and we're like, hey, we made that one. We did that.
0: What are some of your popular products?
2: Um, We do everything from brochures, rack cards, business cards, flyers. We do mailings. We do a lot of tablecloths and giveaway items like pens. We do posters and banners and Just you name it, we do a lot. Wow. I love it. It's so
1: important to make sure that your brand can be recognized and seen. And there are some things that I notice with marketing that I'm like, oh, I wish they had gotten better advice on X, Y, Z. What are some of the things that people come to you that you need to fix or you have to say, I understand what you were going for with this, but here are some issues that working with me, I would change these things so that Maybe it's more visible or that it's easier to read. So what do you see people doing that you need them to stop doing?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, they should come to us and, and let us help them or maybe talk the project through with us before they actually start the design work. A lot of people, what they really need to do when they create their logo, they need to create their logo for the highest resolution, the biggest project that they could possibly print it for and then save it backwards for other things. So one problem that we have is we get logos that people just go to websites and they copy them and they think they're going to print well, whether or not Mm -hmm. (laughs) they come out really low resolution. So that's very important. And also I think companies, when they're, they are creating their brand really need to create a style guide. It could be as simple as one sheet of paper. It has your logo what colors it prints in, and you have to remember that with colors, there are colors meant for the digital format as well Mm -hmm. as the printing format, and they're not always going to look exactly the same. Um, So um, they also need to come up with what it's going to look like if they have to do it in one color because they might want to put it on a pen or something. So that's something that they should have. What fonts they want to use, you don't want to be all over the place. Like you said, you want recognition for your company or your school or your church or whatever you're doing work for?
1: When we were coming up with our logo, our litmus test was, how will this look on a T-shirt? And so we decided, because we almost went with something that looked like a crest, but it was uh, it was pretty, but it was too serious, right? It really didn't resonate with what kind of experience we wanted to give people. We're like, yeah, this looks so official and so corporate and we want something that looks fun but also you know professional and sophisticated and so we just kept on we would we had a little t-shirt on our computer screen and we were just kind of playing with different things and putting it on we're like oh this looks really cool you know and so things like that matter and then like with fonts I listen I love a beautiful flowy gorgeous font <laughs> calligraphy as much as anyone. But if I can't tell if your sign has two L's or two I's in it, you're losing me. And so is our fonts really a big thing that you have to get people to use it on like a campaign of some sort, but it can't be a part of X, Y, Z because of how it will look when you're trying to blow it up or print it. Exactly.
2: And that's um, just like if you're using a script or something that looks like a calligraphy and you have all caps, it does not work. Mm -hmm. Not at all. Yeah. Oh, exactly.
1: (laughs) Um, And then using too many different Mm -hmm. fonts too, it just kind of creates a bit of a brand confusion. Like, you know, if you can't even pick a font, how are you going to (laughs) help my company? Yeah. Generally you want to keep
0: to two or three fonts and that's it. Right. No more.
1: Yeah. So, and I think like sometimes I've seen ads where, well, not necessarily ads, but like marketing material where the font has like really skinny legs on the letters. And so they almost disappear. So I was looking at one once. I thought it was the letter V, but it was actually the letter M. But because the font was so skinny on the outsides, oh. when it printed up on the program I was looking at, you could barely see the M's. And I was like, what kind of, what's a vowel? What's why would they use the word vowel right there? Right. Oh, that's the word mo. I thought that was a V. So, so just little things like that, that a lot of times we as business owners don't think about you think about those things right
2: we check everyone's file we make sure that the resolution is good that photos are good resolution that colors are consistent because a lot of people will give us a brochure and build it and they might have three different blues on their headers and mm. they don't even realize that they've done that by right yeah so we help them with that
1: I think it was really cool that there are these DIY tools out there right now that can help us to provide you with better content that you can use to create our materials. So, for example... I use Canva.
0: No, she's going to say everybody's using Canva it, right now.
1: Well, the beautiful thing about Canva is that when you put your logo, like you've already, let's say I've already got a logo. When I put my logo in Canva, I can click on the colors and I know my codes, those H-E-X and R. Is it RBG or RGB? It's RGB. RGB. Yeah. RGB, yes. Yeah, so Ruth G- Bader Ginsburg, not, yeah. No, Robert <laughs> Griffin, okay. I, I always have to have a mnemonic. Man, uh, you don't want to see what's going on inside here. This <laughs> craziness, that's my brain. Um, so. Yeah, so you can actually put your logo in there and then it'll tell me what my color numbers are. And so I can now have that as my branding guide. And now you know exactly which colors it is that I'm really trying to use. Because they look different on computer screens too. I was like, why does this color look so much like brick red when I really want it to be more of a burgundy? And
2: it turns out it's just my computer that makes it look different. It's your computer, it's the light, and also when you're Designing something with your hex colors or your RGB, when we print, we print with CMYK, which is cyan, magenta, yellow, and black. So you're not going to get exactly the same shade, but we can come close. We can actually go into a converter online and we can figure out what you're trying to achieve. And with Canva, we really love it when people give us their links, then we can go in and make adjustments that we need to do before we print it. Excellent. So if you're going to give two
1: pieces of advice to people who are looking to elevate their brand with some sort of printed materials. What are the first couple of things you need them to
2: provide to you so you can do the best job possible for them? So we actually, we need a good file to work with. We also need to know what kind of paper you want to have the job printed on. We need to know who your audience is, where you're handing this out, if it needs to be weatherproof, if it needs to be laminated. There are a lot of variables. So we ask a lot of questions when you come to us for printing. And that is just so that we can help give you the best job that you're looking for. We also have created, if anyone wants one, it's a paper sample box, which we've taken all of the different types of common papers that are used and laminating that is used and UV coating that is used, and we've put it all together in a little box, and we give it to people to keep in their office. So when they call us for a flyer and we say, what kind of paper do you want? They can say, hey, I want 80-pound Matt text or something. That is
1: genius. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. want one. Yeah, yeah I I'll saw you that
2: one. box.
0: Because yeah. you came, so you came said, out a couple months ago. Yeah. And I, that is brilliant. That's yeah. absolutely brilliant. We're
2: probably one of the only printers in the area that has actually put the time and effort into making one. And, and I have to give the kudos to Chris. He's my son, and he works with me as operations manager. He put that together.
0: Yeah, that's a great idea because it, it does give you that ability to feel exactly what you're dealing with mm-hmm. and the product that you'll be handing out.
1: And that's right. It's very important. It really is. And you know, what's great about it too is if you're not in marketing and someone says, what weight do you want it to be? What? Paper has weight? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You know. Do you want it to be smooth, matte, glossy, parchment? It's just like with paint. I'm like, I just want white paint. You figure out the details. I want white paint that goes in my bathroom. And then that's when the contractor will say, oh, then use eggshell or satin. You know, I really don't care what you use. Just make it so that it's not going to mold on my wall when I take a steam shower, you know? So so the fact that you give your clients that kind of tool Mm -hmm. so that they can have a visual to go with your institutional knowledge, Mm -hmm. that's genius.
2: And we also have a lot of Q&A type information on our website that people can go to to get some of their common questions answered. I've been to your website (laughs) quite
0: a few times and it just goes on and on and on. There's you guys provide so many things. It's great. It's any need that you need for printing, it's there.
1: Thank you. It's great. Is it just paper printing that you do, or do you also create swag items for people?
2: So we do create swag items. We do not do them all in-house. We work with vendors who work with the trade. We actually have a membership that we purchase every year, and it gives us access to a database where if you call me up and tell me you want a pen with a click that has four colors or something, I can put that criteria in And I can find you five or six examples. Sometimes I just have to call the vendors to find out if they're available, how long it takes, and go from there.
1: And so those vendors who are in your membership, are these people who they're vetted, or if you know how, you know, how good they are at what they do, or are they ones that out of that group, you found some that you trust and know that deliver on time, professional, exactly. get it right. So yes. you have already done that yes. research. That we means probably, that I don't have to do it as a business owner. Right. I trust whoever you trust because I trust you. Right.
2: And we'll tell you, if you really need something in two weeks, I'll tell you, I can get this spent at 49 cents a piece. But at 57 cents a piece, I can get it from this vendor and make sure that I have it. Um, So we know. And they also are rated. And the company that we go through actually makes sure that they're all up to date and that they do a good job and that they're not leading people wrong.
1: That's awesome. You're very much an easy button for something that can really stymie business owners because it's hard to know. Do I need do I need something that's printed or do I need something that's digital if I am going to do it and this is my logo will it look good on a screen, and also on paper. All those different things that you know Mm -hmm. you're putting out there to share, and so it really makes it so you become my marketing expert. It's not just someone who I send a logo to, and you print it without asking any questions or without, you know, really understanding my purpose behind it. So that's a big difference than a company that just plug it in, they take your money, you get it, and you're like, oh, that's not what I expected. Well, it's what you asked for. Right. Well, I didn't know what to ask. Right. And you make sure that if we don't know what to ask, you ask us and then we will, you know, be able to turn back to you with the we great idea. We try. <laughs> <laughs> love so. it. Love it. So, what is something that really excites you besides you got this new equipment coming? What are some other things that you see happening that you think are really going in a great direction for printed or digital media? Is it QR codes? Is it um, moving away from certain messaging into other types? What are you seeing that's exciting to you?
2: QR codes are really coming back. A lot of people are using them. It's a great way to get people to go to your website and get more information because when you hand somebody something, you don't have very long to catch their attention. You don't want to put too much on there. They're not going to read it, but if they take a shot of your QR code and save your site. They can go back to it later. So that is something that I think has really taken off again. It didn't work so well a few years back when it was tried. But. Okay. Can I just tell <laughs> you all, I used to MC
1: a concert series in our neighborhood, and this was back in 20, 20- <laughs> so 20, like 12, 2013. I guess, man, I feel so old now. How long ago was that? So I was the a emce- decade. I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it was a rhetorical question, Erin. Uh, oh my! you know what? We'll debrief uh, when the camera's off. Okay. <laughs> but, so yes, yeah, so a long ago. I started emceeing in 2009. And so I, I saw the QR code thing and I was like, ooh, this is a really good way for me to get people to go and like our Facebook page for the concert series. So I put it on my phone and then I put it on a piece of paper and I gave it to all the volunteers and said, just carry this around and tell people to just scan this. And then they'll go right to our Facebook page. And then from our new likes, we'll pick a winner. Right. 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 Seems simple. People were like, what is that thing? What's it going to do to my phone? If I,
0: I I I was one of those people, I had no idea what a QR code was or what it did. I just didn't understand it. It Didn't make sense to me. It didn't, and I was like, I was like, well,
1: I don't know. You just scan it. It's like it's like an encoded version of our our Facebook page. So what else happened though? So it was on like I printed it just on eight by ten, what you would like you know, use in your house normally. So when we were trying to walk around with it, it was bending so it wouldn't, like, oh. it wasn't stiff enough. So now the QR code and then there's a glare like from the sun and then people's phones would put a half shadow. I mean, it was, look, I had no idea what I was doing. I just thought it was a kind of a cool way to put the information into people's hands. It worked a little, but now mm. if I did that, off the chain. Yeah. So, and I would have mm. a business card sized. QR code that's nice and stiff that is on a matte finish so that there's not these weird glows and then I can just let people do it just like that and it would be much better than my eight by 11 and a half floppy piece of paper that you know ended up getting wet people were sweating and dripping on it it was (laughs) a nightmare so my point is that something like those QR codes that years ago people were afraid of or just didn't work as well now you can incorporate them into their messaging so there's not so many words and it takes them right to whatever they want, their website, their link tree, their social you media. You can also
2: make them really pretty and put little logos or designs in the center of them and they still work. It's amazing. Your face was lighting up when you were yeah. talking about that.
1: Yeah. It's
0: fun. <laughs> did you see it? It's fun. Yeah, I did. It's right. fun. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, so being able to customize and really delight people with mm-hmm. what you do. I think yeah. that's a big difference between what you do and going on to say, I don't know, just a, a big box company that doesn't have that same personal touch. Yeah. We definitely
2: try. And we love to help our customers. We've actually connected a lot of them to work together. It's Just great. I mean, to be a part of everyone's business and and know what they do and help them, it's always... Yeah. I have a question for you.
1: How has the collective helped your business? How has that been a part of the membership, a part of the leadership on on the collective teams? What has that done for you?
2: I do get a lot of business from the social collective. I work pretty hard (laughs) to make sure that everybody's taken care of, but it's opened up A new opportunity for us to learn about a lot of new businesses, to create new work. One thing we had to do during the pandemic is we had to branch out and get new businesses to be businesses that we work with because we did a lot of work with schools. Um, And we all know schools close their doors. So thank goodness I found the Social Collective. Even though I was like chomping away with printing one yard sign at a time for a birthday or something at the time, it's really worked out. I've made a lot of great relationships. I've worked with a lot of nonprofits and just worked with a lot of wonderful people that I've been able to give printing to. Yeah,
0: I think the pandemic surprised a lot of people in terms of materials that they didn't have, that they thought they did have. Um, So, yeah, I can imagine you were probably (laughs) at some point going, whoa!
2: (laughs) Our telephone stopped ringing, period. It's like, now what? (laughs) It was crazy. We had just also purchased two Konica Minolta digital presses that were being delivered, Mm. and they were delivered, so... It was a pretty scary time. It's like, now yeah. what are we going to do? Will yeah. it make a nice coffee
1: table or?
2: <laughs> we had a lot of really great customers, though. I mean, I actually had some of the schools come to me and they were like, hey, you know, we really need, we have a budget. We need to replenish some of our supplies. What can we do? Can we make note cards? Can we do letters? Because they started doing things a different way as right. well. So they worked with us. And it's great. I mean, we all work together as a community.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And again, to Renee's point, once you start making those relationships, you got to, you get a lot of repeat customers because they feel comfortable with the way you do things. They love your personality they love your company and the way you just that you treat them. That's That's very important.
1: Well, I think what you do, Tina, that's very different is you don't treat the marketing that you do for folks as a transaction. It's a part of a relationship. And so you're helping them through that journey of what it is they're doing. You've printed two different sets of cards for me. And the first set, I did two different brands on one card. And the second set, I was really more focused on and put my QR code in a prominent position on it. And, man, it's just, as my journey changed, my Needs changed. And you went right along with me with those changes. And so I think it's important for people to understand when they're working with something as important as the story that you tell with your marketing is to have somebody who is along that journey with you, not just in it for the cash grab or the transaction. You are somebody who is a part of their business, you know, my job is to make you look really good. And I can only do that if I understand your story. And now I'm going to make sure that I convey that so that your products that you get with me bring you success. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's so different. So I love it.
0: Yeah. That's the uh, that's the benefit of having someone like Tina on your side is, is as we were saying a moment ago, is I, I may not be a digital designer. I may not. I have an idea of what I want. But that's why I'm gonna to come to you and you're gonna be able to help me through that process and say, this is gonna work, this isn't gonna work. We need right. to change some things around here so that when you present your brochure or your business card or whatever it is, that you're putting yourself out there in the best way possible.
2: Exactly.
0: And that's really what it's all about. You're gonna be able to help me through that process.
2: Definitely. I
1: love it. I think that we need to understand as businesses, that you don't need all the things. So what is something that you're seeing a lot of people use now or want to order from you now that you didn't used to see as much of?
2: I think a lot of people are paring down their brochures to just a single card that is front and back, a rack card, just something really simple that they can hand out or they can put in the mail in an envelope. So... That's something that we see a lot more people ordering. We have also really started working with people on mailings. We have a lot of people come to us and they wanna mail things using their Indicia and and they wanna save money on postage. But by the time you do all of the processing, sometimes it's not actually the right decision. So we wanna help people with that. So we're seeing a lot more mailings. We do a lot more of what is called EDDM mailings, which is every door direct mailings. And, Wait, is uh, that
1: like the um, the the val packs?
2: Is that what no, that is? not what at is? all. It's actually your piece. You can print an oversized postcard, and you actually go on to the postal website and you choose a carrier route that you want to send to hmm. around an area, and it really? tells you exactly how many people, how many residences are in that area, how many businesses, what your postage is going to be. These mail for about twenty cents each. It's a great way to do this. You don't have to buy a mailing list. We print them, bundle them in 50s, take them to the post office, and the post office carrier just takes them to each door and drops them off.
1: Yeah. Wow, so that's, that's something
2: that we've really started doing a lot more of this year. And we've actually been, um, at the, with the post office website, we've actually been able to be one of their recommended vendors in the area. That's great. With that. So here's something
1: that's interesting. That same concert series, I was actually part of the person, people in charge of designing the postcard. That's how I found out I use way too many words. But Anyway, um, (laughs) we used that kind of of mailing. That's how we figured out who we were going to send the cards to to come to the series. I had no idea that that's what it was called. So again, you like you know the way that you are describing what happens lets people say, oh yeah, that's what I want. Like they might see the name of it somewhere and like I don't know what that means, but the fact that you take the time to talk to people and say this is how this works so this might be the product that you're looking for Mm -hmm. if these are the results and the outcomes that you want
2: right and sometimes it's cheaper just for the end user to put a stamp on something and not use the permit that they're paying for just to mail a postcard first class so i we figure that out too so everyone knows.
1: Yeah. And that's important. Having somebody else who does, you know, like kind of that scrubbing bubbles commercials, we work hard, so you don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) I I think of that every time I'm doing a customer interaction Right. for real. I'm thinking, how can I be the scrubbing bubble? And what do I take away from their plate so that they can just enjoy, you know, what I do versus having to do all these hard things, plan this and bring that and all of that. You're very much an easy button. And I'm, really happy to hear that mail is actually coming back because did that Mm -hmm. fall off for a while?
2: I think it did. I think a lot of people started doing other things. But now, depending on your business and the audience that you're trying to hit, it really does work. We've had a lot of schools, private schools use it to try to get people to come to their open houses. We've had landscaping companies use it. Sometimes realtors will use it for different things. So it depends on what you're trying to convey to your audience and who your audience is Mm.
1: when somebody orders something from you for print like the what do you call it edm no that's the music that's the mail
2: EDM.
1: (laughs) (laughs) edm i'm sorry um okay so when somebody's doing that do you also provide a digital version that they can have both online and then also they can have their print version
2: Yes. A lot of people come back to us and they ask us for a version that they can put online because when we send them the proofs for their booklets, they're not always in the proper page order. So we send them something that they can use for their website or to email to people, whatever they might need. Excellent. Of it.
1: I'm loving it. Well, this is really good. So what should somebody do if they're going to come to you? How do you love for people to contact you? That's the quickest way for you to give them what they are looking for.
2: So you can go to our website. On our website, there is a way to send in a request for a quote. Not everybody knows what they're looking for, so make the phone call. That's what we're there for. I have four or five or six CSRs that are waiting for people to call in every day and to answer questions. We answer questions via email. We have a general email box that you can also send to if you prefer to work that way. And, I mean, I get messages every which way. I get Messenger. Well, you texting. and I are going to have to talk about streamlining. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Speaking of I working together, I would love that. <laughs>
1: well, I do work for
2: promo uh, items, so uh, yeah, I work for. business funny. cards.
0: <laughs> that's funny. Uh, where, where are you guys? Where are you located? At? So
2: we're located in Fairfax. We're near the Maryfield Post Office. We're on Hilltop Road. We deliver to most of the area. Mm-hmm. And I live in Loudoun, so a lot of people pick things up from my porch, whatever it takes, and <laughs> I'll drop things off on the way home and
1: so
0: that's wonderful.
2: Is, but, yep. Well
1: that's great, Tina. Well, thank you for everything you do for thank us. You. And also I know that philanthropy is a big part of your own story about, you know, your own way of doing business to stay connected to the community. So thank you for doing so many oh, things, so, for, for being so giving and for really helping to spread Positive messages, you oh, know, you. all over. Do you, sh- you obviously you can ship anywhere, right? Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. And and is there anything that you would love for people to like right now? If you're going to do something to market yourself um, at an event. What is that one thing that you think they should definitely have that you can provide?
2: You have to have some sort of a takeaway or something that you can hand someone when they come up to your table or your booth. And some people prefer to hand out pens. Some people prefer to hand out business cards. Some people prefer to hand out brochures. So I can help you come up with what you need to meet your budget and what might work for you. All right, those takeaways, excellent. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Well,
1: thank you. Yeah, of course. And you're just such a sweet person too. So I really love that people get a chance to actually get to know you a bit when they are actually, you know, ordering products from you. That's
2: that's wonderful. Thank you. They're very lucky when they get to work with you. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I'm lucky to get to work with everyone. So we take nothing for granted. <laughs> oh, there you go. So. Absolutely.
1: Is there anything else that you'd like anyone to know? Are you doing any events coming up? Or is there anything that people, you know, should know to be able to see you or anything at all that you would love for people to do to help their businesses to grow
2: or to, you know, to reach out to you? Well, definitely make sure that you're marketing on the Social Collective Facebook pages. I'm actually the admin for the Tyson's Falls Church Vienna Social Collective and I welcome everyone to post to make sure that we know about your event and we can help you create awareness for the things that you need. That's wonderful, Tina. I and love
0: it. where should everybody go to follow you? Do you have socials? Do you have what's your website?
2: Our website is printing.com. We also have a Facebook page under McCabe's Printing. We have Instagram. Perfect. And we have a YouTube channel where you can see videos of, really? all of different types of things being made throughout the shop. Oh,
0: really? Okay. Yeah. He-
2: we love to give little tours. So if you're interested in seeing how something works, I can walk you through and- show you how it's made. Oh, that's Mm. great. Yeah, maybe um, like um, high school
1: students or even middle schoolers who are interested in journalism or in marketing, promotional Mm -hmm. products, things like that. That would be a really great thing for them to be able to come and actually see it in action. Yes. Yeah. Ah, I so love you're it. you're welcome. And you can get around child labor laws by making it a part of the <laughs> experience to help you to sort <laughs> and package up things. Listen, I was in 4-H as a kid, and I literally yep. realized a few months ago that yeah. they were getting guests just to do the jobs. Like, okay, kids, this is how you pick the corn, and this is how you shuck it and put it into this box, and this is how you do it. And so we were out there yep. farming, and uh, yes. yeah. a few weeks ago, I just was like, man, <laughs> unpaid labor, they could have gotten arrested for
2: that. So my kids went to work with me a lot, yeah. and there were many times where they put lids on water bottles, whatever we needed them to do. So, yeah. Exactly. Look, it is called internship. Yes.
0: <laughs> That's right. Yes. That's right.
1: Well, this is awesome, so, Tina. Well, I'm excited to talk with you about doing some other things for marketing and for takeaways and just some unique ways that we can get out there and stand out from the crowd and keep our marketing consistent, using the right colors, using the right fonts, developing a campaign and a process around working with you for all these things. So that's something that people need to understand is how their relationship with their clients is shown by their relationship with you. you Yeah? Right.
2: Right. So thank you. You're welcome. I look forward to working with you so you can help streamline
1: my communication. We are gonna when this is over, I'm going to go in and I'm going to change your life. Thank you. I'm going to give you back About three (laughs) hours a day.
0: Awesome. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Tina, for coming.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah,
0: absolutely. All right. So go out.